In today's episode, we hear from someone who's had paranormal experiences all of their life. Then we travel to Pennsylvania and hear from a park ranger who camped out by themselves to see what others have experienced. And finally, we travel to upstate New York to hear about two encounters from the same man. But before we get into the stories, if you dig my content and want to be part of the Army of the Dread, then subscribe so you don't miss out on any new releases. Now let's get to the stories. Thanks for sharing these stories. I listened to them all and wanted to share one of my experiences. Please don't use any part of my name if you decide to use this. To begin with, I want to say this story is 100% true. I'm not here to waste time typing up a story just to get some attention. So my whole life, I've had paranormal experiences, enough to probably write a book about. But this one, I wanted to post because I was pretty shocked it happened. About a year ago in August of 2021, I started to get into Skinwalker and Wendigo stories. So I started listening to them a lot and reading also. I've known about these things for a while, but they never really piqued my interest until recently for some reason. So one hot night, I was up late listening to stories. I decided to turn on the ghost hunting app for fun, one that flicks through radio frequencies and puts out words. After a little while of listening, the app actually said my name is one of the words, and the tone of the words started getting much darker, which is not too odd, but it seemed a lot darker than normal. Finally, it came up with the word disembowel. I was a bit freaked out and didn't realize that that was part of the vocabulary in the app. At that point, I shut the app off because I was a little uneasy. Later that night, I went for a walk, which is normal for me during the spring and the summer. I like to take long walks at night. I live in the western suburbs outside of Detroit, so my walks are always throughout my huge neighborhood. As I was walking, I was coming up on a tree, and at the bottom of the tree, I saw what almost looked like a piece of really old paper. It was standing up, but the second I looked at it, it flew up and away so fast that I questioned myself on what I saw. As I walked further, I smelled something like rot or a dead animal for a couple of minutes, which is odd because there were no dumpsters around or garbage that I could see around to cause it. The smell happened a couple of times as I was walking, and I thought to myself, no way is there anything like a skinwalker around. It's just a coincidence that these things are making me overthink, because I've been listening to so much of this stuff. Over the next couple of nights, something started killing the front and back lawn. A big dead spot that looked like some huge dog peed on it showed up in the front, and these deep dug holes in the back, which I had never seen before or since, showed up. Finally, after about a week, I was out walking late one night, when something sounded like it slammed off a screen door on a house with a dark porch across the street from where I was. A loud bang, and although it sounded violent, I figured maybe someone had just left the house. I saw a dark shape moving down the driveway out of the corner of my eye. I still did not want to stare as I thought someone was leaving, and I didn't want to startle them since I was out so late. As I kept walking, though, I started hearing this strange moaning sound, which was odd, and still trying to pay it no mind. I now noticed the dark shape was coming down the driveway. It looked to be about four feet tall, and so dark that I could see the white eyes and the teeth clearly. It seemed like it was kind of wobbly, like it was drunk. I kept walking without acknowledging it, and it didn't seem to follow me, but I was still confused, and not yet scared, until I looked back, 
and I heard it making a choking sound like a cat coughing up a furball. I clearly saw this thing shaking each time it made the choking sound. It was about 50 feet away now, and I could clearly see it was on two legs and completely black, but it also looked hairy. At this point, I just turned away and kept going. I think by showing no interest or fear, it left me alone. And the only reason there wasn't fear was because I didn't realize what I was actually seeing until I was well past it. I didn't go back that way that night to get home. And I'm still unable to explain it all other than my sudden interest in these things actually brought one to me. I have not seen or had anything else happen after that night. But I did tone down my interest and use of the ghost hunting app. Another strange thing is, is when I look into my word history for that app, it never recorded the word disembowel. All the other words are there in the list. I guess you don't have to be in the woods or desert to attract these things. So be careful with your interests. Thanks for reading. I've been a park ranger for a long time. I've moved around between parks some though. I like to get the feel for different parts of the country. Ten years ago, I was working in Pennsylvania, in the Michaux State Forest. There had been a group of scouts camping there, and I made sure to stay aware of them in case they needed anything. I'd go by their camp once a day to look things over. I periodically would check in with Mike, the group leader, and confirm that all was good. But one evening when I went by as usual, Mike mentioned that some of the scouts had heard something strange. Apparently, the older kids had sent some of the younger ones on a mission. I guess there's some kind of tradition called a snipe hunt, where you get a bag and a flashlight and get sent into the woods at night. The rule is, you're not allowed to come back until you've caught a snipe. Except, there isn't really such animal in the woods. Snipes don't exist. I guess it's kind of a kid's version of hazing to initiate the younger kids. Anyway, these kids have gotten freaked out by something they said sounded like a really high shrieking noise. Some of the kids swore it sounded like a child. I was convinced it was just overactive imaginations, and maybe a screech owl, but these kids were seriously freaked out. They swore there was something very not right about it, so I decided to camp out in that area that night, and sort of keep watch and keep my ears open. I figured I'd set up camp in the same area of the reports. I got some gear out of my cabin and followed Mike and a few kids into the woods. I went about a hundred yards or so before we came to the bank of a creek, then followed the creek up for a bit until we came to a fork. I set up my tent and got a fire going. It was around 7 p.m. by then, and I was ready to hunger down for the night. I was hungry and was heating some food on my propane stove. But it wasn't before long that I started feeling like something was watching me. Now that's really unusual for me. I've been level-headed and not prone to getting spooked. But I felt really odd and uncomfortable right then. The woods there are thick and there's a fair amount of wildlife. Especially white-tailed deer and raccoons. I was used to the feeling of animals around. After I ate my dinner, I was just sitting by the fire reading. When all of a sudden there was this really high-pitched shriek. It seemed to be upstream. I thought it sounded like an owl at first, but a few minutes later, it happened again. I couldn't tell how far away it was, but it lasted for several seconds and seemed to fade in and out. I got up and walked a few yards into the woods expecting to hear the sound again, but then it stayed quiet for a long time. I've heard bobcats, owls, and rabbits scream, and none sounded even close to this. 
I stayed attentive to it for an hour or so, but I heard nothing. I finally decided to try to get some sleep, but I was restless and just kept waking up to listen. The next morning, I was making some breakfast and Mike came by to ask if I heard anything. I told him about the shrieking and said it sounded unlike anything that should be in the park. And I admitted to him that I was still having this weird sense of being watched. I told him that it was strange enough to me that I decided to stay another night to see what I could figure out. This time, I decided I would try not to sleep at all. There was a full moon, and a lot of woods and creek were visible. Around 1 a.m., I walked out to a spot to relieve myself, and almost instantly felt this really heavy presence. I stood completely still and listened as hard as I could. Then I walked about 50 feet when out of nowhere to my right, this dark figure with bright red eyes came into view. It was standing by the creek. I swear it looked like some kind of giant bat, but human-like at the same time. And I'm totally serious about that. It seemed to look right through me and then suddenly it shot straight up into the air. There was this whooshing sound that felt like the air sucked in when it flew up. Then, a few seconds later, I heard another shriek. But this time it was moving away from me and getting quieter. I ran back to the campsite and got my notepad and tried to draw what I had seen. It had seemed like it was around six feet tall or so, and had these strange protrusions from its back that I came to realize were wings. There was no doubt about the bright red eyes, but that thing had swooped off so fast I hadn't had time to get a flashlight on it. If it hadn't been a full moon, I might have not have seen it at all. A big part of me wanted to leave, but I decided to stay the rest of the night and watch for it to reappear and make some sounds. In the end, nothing else happened but that feeling of being watched stayed with me. I told Mike about it the next morning, and since the scouts were scheduled to leave that afternoon, we decided not to say anything to the kids. We just chalked it up to a wild animal. But holy crap, these kids weren't kidding. That sound was unearthly. I went ahead and made my reports. I don't know what to say, but I never believed in such things as this. But I guess we all get older and wiser if wiser is what you want to call it. Hopefully someone will discover a logical answer someday. And hopefully I won't be here anymore. First off, I want to let you know that I'm a big fan. And I've been watching your content for a while now. I've always been interested in the supernatural. And encrypted hunting. There's way more out there than what the government or mainstream media wants you to know. I'm happy there's channels like you that bring these issues to light. I think my affinity for these stories began when I saw my first cryptid back in 1973. I was only 11 years old, but that day has stuck with me for my entire life. The image of the creature was burned into my mind, and I became obsessed with trying to see it again. Well, now it's nearly 50 years later, and yesterday I came into contact with this type of beast once again. I was born and raised in Albany, New York, and have always been curious about nature and animals. I spent a great deal of time exploring the Albany Pine Bush Preserve. We're situated right between the Catskills and the Adirondacks, and there are tons of trails throughout the area. I'm going to start with my first interaction with the creature. Then I'll tell you all about what went down yesterday. It was in the 70s, so things were a bit more wild and free. I would spend most of my days running around with friends, and my brother in the city and surrounding suburbs. We would buy candy and play pranks on the store owners. Some summers, we'd stay over at my aunt's house, 
which was just down the road from Pine Bush. These summers were amazingly fun, and we felt like we had the whole preserve to ourselves. After what we encountered, I knew that wasn't true. The most interesting part of the preserve are the sand dunes. Now, we're right smack dab in the middle of upstate New York. You don't expect soil to look like a beach. The barren sands are often going up in smoke, since they are so dry and desolate. But there's a great deal of critters living in these woods, even on the dunes. I went out exploring one day by myself, because my brother was at horse camp or something. I was walking through the sandy terrain when I saw a dog on top of a dune. I tried calling over to it, thinking it had gotten lost away from its owner. It didn't move when I called, so I started towards it. From a distance, it looked like any old dog. It was skinny and I could see the shadows of its ribcage sticking out from under its skin. It was blackish brown with these tall legs and a long snout. As I walked towards it, it began to growl. I started to see it clearer now. It had scaly reptilian skin. It was definitely not a dog. I was scared so I backed away slowly. Well, actually I think any sane person would do the same. It started to move towards me. It moved low to the ground and stuck out this long pink tongue. I turned to run but never looked back. I don't think it ended up chasing me and I never saw it again. This day stuck in my mind for the rest of my life. I told my friends and family about what I had seen but nobody had believed me. They thought I was making the story up for attention. I never went walking in the woods after that. But for the rest of my life, I stayed curious. It wasn't until just yesterday that I saw it again. I was driving past a preserve on my way to make some deliveries. I work as a postman these days and take a few routes that take me into the more desolate parts of the country. I was going about 65 when I first spotted it, but then I slowed down right away. There was a dead deer carcass on the side of the road. It had been out there for at least a day. I'd seen it as I passed the day before. It was bloated and very clearly a buck, a decent size with a pair of half-grown antlers. It had a bit of attention from bugs, but it wasn't in bad shape at that point. The creature was ripping at it now, and it was barely recognizable as a deer. It sunk its teeth in and used its long tongue to lap up the coagulated blood. It was disgusting. I looked at it in my rearview mirror. I just couldn't believe my eyes. Of course, this would be the time that my iPhone was dead, so I didn't get any photos or videos, but I definitely know what I saw. I started to put my truck into reverse so I could get a closer look. I pulled back slowly, but the thing didn't even notice that I was getting closer. My windows were open and the smell of rotting flesh and sewage wafted into my truck. I tried to hold my breath, but it was just this terrible smell that started to make my eyes water. I closed them for a moment to try to push out the tears, and when I opened them again, the creature was walking towards my car. I sat there for a moment and stared at it. It walked right towards my truck door and just sat about six feet away. Now, I got a really good look at this thing, and I didn't even have a chance to notice the smell because my heart was racing so fast. It was hideous and drooling. Its entire face and neck and chest were covered in blood and the guts from the deer. Its ears flicked back and forth, and its back arched like it was going to pounce. Once I saw that, I knew I had to get out of there. I stepped on the gas, and it actually started chasing me. I thought maybe I could lead it into town or towards the ranger station, so someone could get a photo or shoot it. I kept starting and stopping, going about 30 miles an hour, and the thing was keeping right up with me. Eventually, another car started to come towards me, and I flashed my brights to signal to them. 
Once the thing saw the other car, it ducked back into the brush. It was gone, and I don't even think that car even got a good look at it. I hope maybe they did so at least someone else would know what I'm talking about. My family is pissed that I'm back on this again, but I hope you guys will appreciate the story. Let me know what you think. Let me know what you think about these stories in the comments below. Also, make sure to check out dreadsarmy.com where you'll find all of my stories and multiple strange and weird news posted every single day. If you want to be part of the discussion, check out the forums on Dreads Army. We also have a Facebook group so you don't miss out on any updates. Thanks and take care.